What's going on, y'all? This is T Zank tuning in live from Fort Wayne, Indiana, repping successful music, and you are now rocking with the best of the best. Music vibes with the homie DC Hendrix. Salute. So we're talking hip hop albums coming out in 2021. I know that's your I know that's your expertise, man. So I'm glad to have you. Doing some great work with Up Rocks. Of course, I got the one and only. Aaron Williams joining us here from Up Rocks. Talk some hip hop. I got some R&B albums that I'm looking forward to. We got Aaron Smarter of Up Rocks joining us here. Talk a little hip hop on the hip hop side. Albums coming out in 2021 here on the Music Vibes podcast. So just to start, man, uh, I want to promote what you've been doing, of course, with Up Rocks. And I participated in that uh, music critics poll, of course, looking back at 2020. You know, the hardest job that I have all year, ranking the top 10 albums that I listen to uh, throughout the year. Uh, if you would like, um, just recap your top 10 albums that you had as we kind of look back to 2020. Oh, <laughs> my top 10 albums were were mad different than uh, a lot of the critics poll 2020 uh, folks. <laughs> and uh, actually... Now that it's so far in the review, I, I barely remember what I even put. So let me go back and, and find it. Um, so <laughs> I, I actually, I actually had uh, from ten to one. So so from so from, uh, so from the lowest to the to the number one, um, I had Big Sean's Detroit Two. Okay. Um, I had Chica's Industry Games. I had Deontay Hitchcock's Better. Um, okay. I had. Um, Talk About It by Blimes and Gab. Um, I had Blue and Exiles Miles, uh, which I'm going to probably get, you know, a lot of accusations of bias on that one because, you know, uh, if you know my story, if you know me and Blue go way, way, way back. So <laughs> there's that. Um, Reasons, New Beginnings, uh, and he and I go back as well. Uh um, Code of the Friends, Everything, uh, which was an amazing album at the time. Um, D Smoke, Black Habits. Uh, I'm very, very biased towards West Coast artists. Uh, Amine's Limbo was my number two. And as my number one uh, hip hop album of the year, I had Spillage Villages, Spilligion. That's a pretty solid list. I, I always go against the grain as well. Um, you know, a lot of people. You know, tend to get into the pop records in those polls, and I tend to shy away from those. Um, I as well don't have my top ten, but just kind of looking back, I know I did have. Um, you interviewed. I don't think you interviewed, but I think you did an article on Jaden Smith. Um, mm. we, look, we look back to that. I put Jaden Smith's Cool Tapes Volume Three in my top ten. Um, that I, I'm a huge Jaden fan, so. Uh, really enjoyed that album looking back and of course I remember that when I think Jada Pika Smith shared shared uh, your article and all that so that's, that's pretty huge so I look back on that one also had Wiz Khalifa um, I had his album that came out last year as well um, it was hard for me with Wiz Khalifa because you guys make like mixtapes and all that stuff available as well so I know Big Pimpin was one that I wanted to put on there but I did. I'm a big Wiz Khalifa fan. It's my favorite rapper. So I had the saga of Wiz Khalifa in my top 10. Solid album. 
Yeah, man, I'm a huge Wiz fan. So those are just a couple of mine. I know I had the Tiana Taylor record in there as well. Janae Aiko, of course, with the Chalambo, Grammy nominated. So just looking back, you know, kind of last year, some great albums, 2020 and quarantine. The year of quarantine gave us some real good albums. So I guess as we look ahead to 2021, let's start there. I'll, I'll give you the floor and I guess we can alternate and talk about uh, you know, an artist that has an album coming out, we could take turns. I'll let you go first. First artist and album that you're looking forward to here in 2021. I mean, obviously, you kind of have to start at the biggest name um, in music, which is, of course, Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that for our most anticipated albums on the list, we actually put Kendrick Lamar at the top. Um to me, a Kendrick Lamar album is not something that is necessarily given. We think that there's a Kendrick album, a Kendrick album coming out. We we are speculating uh, based on a lot of information that has been shared with us uh, publicly. Mm-hmm. But in terms of who is the artist that most people are going to stop what they're doing and listen to that album and and immediately need to feel need to share an opinion on that album that's going to be drake um and certified lover boy is an album that we do know is coming out uh although it was pushed back from the month of january um and we have something of an idea of what it sounds like thanks to his single laugh now cry later but uh there's always a lot of mystery a lot of intrigue around what drake's going to do next you know what regional sound is he going to stamp on next um, you know what regional slang is he going to start adopting you know what who who is he going to reignite or or try to take you know have the last word in his in his push to Kanye beef um you know what what women will he address is he going to talk about you know, a year of fatherhood, you know, he's got, he's had a crazy set of experiences of his own in quarantine, mm-hmm. um, coming down with COVID and blowing out his ACL and all this other stuff. So that gives him a lot of fertile ground to imagine. And of course, he's just a great hit maker. We, we want to see what are going to be the quotables that are going to be people's, um, you know, profile uh, quotes and what are going to be the, the songs that are going to just dominate the radio all summer. Uh, so you have to really kind of start with Drake whenever you're talking about the most anticipated albums. Absolutely. Yeah. Certified lover boy. The date's already been pushed back. Um, what did you think of the dark lane demo tapes? I know he released that last year. I think it was early 2020. Uh, what, what did you think about the dark lane demo tapes? In my review of dark lane demo tapes, I said that should have been an album. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I meant by that, a lot of people thought me, I meant that the quality was, was better than, you know, a lot of things. But what I meant was it kind of did all of the things that Drake does well mm-hmm. in a, in a much more concise package. I think it was kind of a dry run for him mm-hmm. of how can I make a shorter album? How can I take this the scalpel to my albums and cut this fat off Mm -hmm. because he has you know an incredible an incredible credible um discography but when you ask people the main issue that i think most people will have with drake is that his albums tend to be too long there's a lot of 
There's a lot of things that maybe he took a big swing and he missed. So I think Dark Lane demo tapes was a really great dry run for him to kind of do all the things he does well and figure out how those things fit together in a shorter, more concise package so that he can ensure that Certified Lover Boy does what Darkman Demo Tapes did, mm-hmm. but brings more polish and more, um, you know, that, that not to be pretentious, but that genus qua that mm-hmm. he brings to his uh, projects. Uh, we're, we're talking about maybe like getting the energy of a, if you're reading this, it's too late. Mm-hmm. but maybe keeping it to a nothing was the same length track list mm-hmm. would probably be the ideal situation or outcome for certified level one. I think dark Lane nibble taste was really um, good at sort of gesturing towards that. Really glad you started with that. Yeah, Drake Certified Lover Boy definitely should be number one at the top of the list. So the artist that I chose to start with staying in hip hop, my personal, I mean, he's up there with Wiz Khalifa. I mentioned Wiz Khalifa is my favorite rapper, but this guy's right up there at number two. J. Cole, The Fall Off is an album that I'm looking forward to coming out. And of course, uh, I know he released like a few tracks coming out last year. I think it was around fall time. Uh, just mm-hmm. kind of looking back, I know the, the Climb Back, Lion King on Ice. I know he released a couple of tracks kind of as a teaser, like, hey, got some more stuff coming out. Here you go. Um, big fan of J. Cole, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how he comes out next, his last album. K.O.D., oh, it's crazy. And, of course, the Dream, uh, dream, the Revenge of the Dreamers. Um, that was that was pretty solid as well. Got that on vinyl, actually, upstairs. Listened to that a couple days ago. But, yeah, the fall off J. Cole, really looking forward to another J. Cole record. Probably no features. Once again, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, the fall off by J. Cole just to hear how he, you know, what he's already done so much lyrically. You know, I feel like he's really already proved himself as one of the greatest MCs that we got in the game today. I guess I'm just looking forward to hearing what he does next, what he has to say next. Um, so I got J. Cole, The Fall Off, as my top record. Interesting thing about what you said with the uh, singles that he released prematurely or, or, or preemptively. Mm-hmm. Um, he did he did something similar with KOD, with um, False Prophets. Mm-hmm. And false prophets wasn't even on the album, so I think it's I think it's very very interesting how he can, you know, provide these tears and then do something completely different once the completed project comes out. So I am looking forward to hearing what he does and seeing how he responds to mm-hmm. um, the last year or so. You know, the rumors of him trying out for the NBA and things of that nature. You know, if we're if we're going with the with the big names first, and then you know, getting more into the deep uh, faves, big name that I think is going to make you know it, it has a make or break moment coming up in front of her is, is Cardi B, mm-hmm. uh, because Cardi has had you know so much success seemingly out of the gate, uh, where you know she had a mixtape single become a smash hit number one and then she dropped her album and everybody was a little bit iffy and then she got another number one from off that (laughs) album and then she disappeared for a little bit and people were like oh well you know what is she gonna do can how how could she follow it up and then she drops another number one so she's (laughs) really had tremendous success out of the gate um she has what you know is ostensibly her sophomore album 
uh, not including the two mixtapes that she put out before uh, Invasion of Privacy. She has a lot to prove. She has a lot on her mm-hmm. shoulders right now. She She's proven that she can, you know, continue her streak of hits. Uh, we have to see, can she grow her artistry? Can she push boundaries and try new things without losing the audience that she's built up based on the stuff that she's done. For instance, you know, she's got a lot of people who really like the trap Cardi, you know, they, mm-hmm. they really like the, the Barty gang, you know, bloody shoes type Cardi. And as I noted in my review of the, of major of privacy back when it came out in 2019, I want to hear more of the the be careful Cardi. I want to hear more of the I like that Cardi, you know, mm-hmm. um, where she incorporates more of her personal emotions and more of her personal upbringing and feelings and, and expands outside of that, that trap sound because I think that that's when she sounds like she's having most fun mm-hmm. and that those are the moments where she's saying those things, she's doing those things that really reveal who she is and make more of a relatable person rather than just a character uh, rapping about the same stuff that we're used to hearing rappers rap about. I got a chain. I got a watch. I got, you know, <laughs> I got gyms. I got cars. Everybody want to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll be careful. She was being vulnerable. And on, I like that. Although she was very, being very braggadocious, she was letting us into her world with the, um, with the part. It gets simple. So, you know, those, those little, details are are what make me excited to see if she can you know uh open that up you know bring that bring that uh authenticity that Mm -hmm. that cardi b style that who is who is bel calis you know (laughs) to the to the to the new album yeah absolutely had a she's been huge the last couple of years and she's kind of taken over the game um, I'm looking forward to Cardi B too. I know I've seen some rumors of her and Q-Tip uh, possibly getting some stuff coming out. So that's, I mean, when I seen that, I'm like, whoa, okay. So now the expectations have been raised because from where I grew up, man, Q-Tip's a legend. So um, grew up listening to him, obviously with Tribes. So I'm looking forward to hearing Cardi B as well. I mean, she obviously has bars. We all know that she has bars. We all know what she's capable of. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, so sticking with the ladies, um, since she took it there, I'm going Rihanna been four years since we heard from her anti her last release. We've heard bits and pieces coming from her. Um, she was on party next door's latest album with believe it, um, giving us a little tease on her return there. She's on fat Joe's new record. I want to hear more Rihanna. Um, it's been rumored that she's had this album ready. Uh, been working on it for the last couple of years. I know she did an interview uh, on entertainment tonight, a couple of years ago, teasing the album said it's going to be worth it. So I'm hoping it's kind of like that. You know, it's kind of like Kendrick Lamar. It's like it's been a few years, so we're expecting it to be here. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of along those same lines. Uh, but I think that's an album that, you know, it's rumored that it's almost ready here in 2021. And, you know, with her relationship, she's been pretty open with her new relationship with ASAP Rocky. Now that they're back in the limelight, I'm hoping to rekindle some uh, fashion killer. I'm hoping to get one of those vibes on the album. But, yeah, uh, Rihanna with R9. Uh, I'm look, definitely looking forward to possibly hearing that here in 2021. Great thing about that um, album cycle to me uh, is just has been her willingness to to 
go back and forth and sort of banter with her fans. Um, the the running joke of, you know, where's the album, sis? And she responds and she says something funny. Um, and there was even a few weeks ago, uh, another uh, another fan posted an Instagram and she was very much of a, a lookalike of, of Rihanna and Rihanna asked her, where's the album? So uh, <laughs> that's always, that's been a really amusing thing to see uh, in the run up to this new uh, project. I mean, since we're already on a roll in terms of the women, mm-hmm. um, I gotta say, uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing what, what Saweetie does on Pretty Bitch Music. Mm. Uh, because of the way she came into the game, um, kind of being hated on a little bit for her pain game not being as sharp as people thought it could have been. Uh, people kind of pigeonholing her, saying that she can't really get a hit or she can't really, you know, make some make something resonate if she doesn't sample a two thousands hit. And she's really kind of uh, clapped back at that with the back to the streets and best friends. So. She's showing that she has the ability to make hit, catchy pop songs uh, outside of just, you know, sampling Bay Area hits. Um, she's shown that she's increased her her pen game and she's become she shows a greater awareness of like who she is as a person. I just wanted to see her put it all together, uh, personal stuff as well as the flossy stuff um, and just really show that she is an artist of the caliber that um i kind of foresaw uh when i was previewing a lot of her stuff and and writing about her and catching flack for you know defending her from uh you know some of the more tough critics Uh, definitely came out big in 2020 sweetie um the ladies kind of dominated 2020 you know as we kind of look back um most definitely and speaking i wanted to get uh one more lady out you know, before I kind of dig a little bit deeper into some other artists that I got. And these are, of course, these are rumored. I mean, these albums, and that's pretty much a lot of what we're doing this early in 2021 anyway, is not a whole lot is confirmed. So a lot of it is speculation on, you know, rumors coming out that an album is coming out soon. So I think we could go this route as well with SZA. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the big solo singles hit different with Ty Dolla Sign. Um, good days, I know it's huge, and I'm you know taking over an R and B today's R and B and old school station. So a lot of SZA hitting the airwaves right now. She's kind of you know hitting the airwaves with those two. Have both risen into the top forty in the Hot 100. So we're looking for a full length record, looking for an entire album, as she is one of the new voices of R and B. So SZA, uh, the album is to be announced. No official title. Um, I know her debut album Control that came out um, a couple of years ago. It seems like forever ago, but I think a new album from SZA, I think, has a lot of excitement in the R&B community. In terms of, of, of R&B, um, I'm not the the most versed. I'm not the most uh, tapped in, the most keyed in, but um, I'd say a pair of artists, actually a trio of artists that I really want to see uh, break out in that space because there's a lot more crossover between them in terms of hip-hop and R&B. Uh, Chica, Dreezy, and Tink uh, are three names that just mm. pop immediately into my head because they're all fantastic singers. They're all wonderful, wonderful songwriters. Uh, they're all fantastic rap- rappers. Like, they're all very, very good at, at just, you know, their cadences and their punchlines and their and their wordplay is off the charts good. 
Um, and all three of them have EPs or things that have come out in recent years that just kind of show that they are really where the genre is and should be right now. And, you know, you see a little hints of, of that within Janae Aiko. You see little hints of that within like her. Um, but I think that those three are really kind of the vanguard of that style and they just haven't gotten the props that they deserve yet. Uh, so I really want to see them all drop projects this year and really get that shine, that limelight that I think that they live up to. So one more speculation album that I have, uh, one more R&B record as uh, one. I wanted to do an honorable mention, too. I'm going to throw that in first. Actually, My honorable mention, uh, another rumored one, Travis Scott. Um, mm. I think, you know, I think he's pretty much put his stamp in the hip hop world with Astro World still to this day, still banging. Uh, I mean, pretty much all the way through. Um, so I think I'm looking for another release. And I think I heard some, um, you know, some rumors that Future's going to be on the next one. Um, Young Thug. So I'm looking forward. I think it's called Utopia. I think that's I think I've seen that that's what his fourth studio album is going to be called. So Travis Scott, I got to throw an honorable mention in there. Uh, as well. But my last album that I wanted to talk about, at least for me in 2021, as he's back in 2021, as if we're back in 1999 with this My Way album. I mean, he's came back like crazy right now. His big hits, uh, Bad Habits. And I know last year he had the hit with LMA, Don't Waste My Time. Usher is back, man. Um, one of my personal favorite R&B artists of all time. We already know what he can do with the albums, whether it's Confessions, 8701, My Way. Uh, I mean, he has hits for days. And right now, like I said, Bad Habits on top of the R&B charts. Number two, if it wasn't for Chris Brown and Young Thug would go crazy. So another Usher album definitely would make my 2021 a whole lot better, just as, you know, probably a lot really biased here as an Usher fan. But I, I think... Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing a new Usher album. It's been a couple of years since we heard a new album. I think his last album was 2016. Uh, it was called Hard to Hard to Love. I think it was. He had a lot of feature right, feature cameos in that as well. So I'm looking forward to a new Usher album. It's not confirmed or anything, but pretty much expecting it with the bad habits hitting the charts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Usher is just a legend. He is someone that is always going to pretty much consistently deliver you quality, even when, you know, even on the albums that people say they don't like, he's got one or two bangers. Uh, so he really is just someone that, you know, when something comes from him, it's going to be it's going to be high quality. Definitely looking forward to Usher. So you got the floor, man. Those are my few that I marked down that I'm looking forward to here in 2021. Waiting for some new albums. Of course, The weekend it'd be nice. If we got an album from the weekend, I know he just had his album last year. He's still riding high on that. Uh, and also Frank Ocean. I'm a big Frank Ocean fan as well. It seemed like it's been forever since we heard from him. But I give you the floor, man. Who are some, I guess, up-and-coming artists that people may not be looking out for that you're looking out for? Who are some other albums and artists that you're looking forward to in 2021? Man, there are, there are so many. There are so, so many. Um, <laughs> you, like... Digging in and just understanding, you know, uh, with the way the music industry works now, you don't really get the six month lead time that you normally got where, you know, something is on the schedule. A lot of times they'll turn something in, you know, and two weeks later, they've got a release date and, and <laughs> we're just supposed to catch up. So uh, uh, it's really hard sometimes to really predict 
And so, you know, it's it, you, you want to be cautious about predicting things that may not necessarily come out, but you also, mm-hmm. you know, really want to show people what you're excited about mm-hmm. uh, in terms of my personal favorites. Um, any list that I'm going to that I'm going to start uh, is going to begin and end with with Guad Def for a thousand or uh, mm-hmm. YB and Corday, who is now just Corday. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> Gua Jeff 4000 is a cat from the Bay. Uh, Too Short shouted him out during his verses with E40. Um, I really like the kid. He's he's very clever. He's very smart. He's very versatile. He can do every little bit of everything. He can sing. He can rap. He can, you know, he's very funny, but he's also very lyrical. Uh, he's very relatable, but he also has this really wild side to him. Uh, he stole the show on so many tracks from Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, alongside my uh, Compton countryman buddy, who I'm also looking forward to tremendously. Um, but Guatad is definitely somebody who I think that people got to be on the lookout for. And of course, Corday, mm-hmm. um, early in 2008, uh, well, sort of mid 2018, when the YBN Collective was kind of was kind of popping off. Um, I tried really hard to get a interview with him, uh, and then I wound up just kind of writing something. Uh, without the interview um, and just kind of saying like, yo, this kid is, this kid is next. This kid is, he's going to be the future. And um, yeah, the next year he was nominated for a, for a Grammy for his mm-hmm. debut album. So to me, that's like the indication of, of here's who this person, yes. you know, here, here's this person living up to their potential, like right out of the gate. Uh, he's a 22 year old rapper with a really old soul um, I think people may have overlooked him because of the YBN association. I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, with the name change and, and with the Anderson Pack song that, that impact is so big uh, last uh, the year before last year, people are really kind of catching on keying into the fact that, Oh, okay. This kid is actually going to be somebody. He's actually very, very um, lyrical. He's very, very smart. He's got a lot of insight. He's, he puts his money where his mouth is. He was arrested in um louisville for protesting at the attorney general's home uh with a sit-in on the lawn uh and they tried to charge him with something but you know they let him go because it was a peaceful protest so he he and uh and you know just if you if you're a fan of you know celebrity gossip he's got the celebrity gossip girlfriend that can that can get him you know that that wider exposure he's dating naomi osaka you know probably one of the top rated tennis players i I don't know i didn't even know that i can't say she's number one but she you know she beat serena williams a few years ago um, and they just played a a, uh exhibition match she's an incredible tennis player she's an Mm -hmm. incredibly outspoken you know she just won uh i want to say it was the u.s open (laughs) so yeah um Expect to see Corday start to generate yeah. a lot more buzz, a lot more traffic um, because of his associations, because people are just catching on to how dope he is. And of mm-hmm. course, because uh, one of his most recent singles was um, featured another of the most anticipated artists, uh, who is another Compton countryman of mine, uh, Roddy Rich, mm-hmm. who an incredible talent, uh, who I wrote about in 2018 just as he was starting to get his little uh well actually no it was 29 it was the end of 2018 because he had a mixtape out 
And I said, okay, this kid's mixtape is incredible. You guys need to check this out. Uh, I think maybe the next day I met him at Complex Con mm. and told him that I thought that he was going to be, you know, out of here. And within a couple of months, he was on a song with Nipsey Hussle. That wow. song wound up winning a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the end of 2019, he had released his album, uh, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. Mm-hmm. And the, I think it was the third or fourth single from that uh, was The Box, which wound up going 13 weeks, uh, 12 weeks on at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, of course, an incredible standout single, uh, very indicative of, of who he is and who, what his style is. He's very um, in touch with his musicality. He's very... Uh, you know, clear eyed. He's very sharp. He's very. He has an interesting story, uh, and he just has a gift for you know clever hooks, uh, catchy stuff. I mean, people were singing the box, and they had no clue what the words were. They had no clue what the <laughs> words meant, and they were just losing it over the box. Um, so, those are some of the main guys that I'm looking for. I'm also you know kind of outside of the West Coast because I feel like I'm just talking about West Coast <laughs> artists. Um, of course, Smino and Saba, mm-hmm. uh, No Name, and their group album, uh, Ghetto Sage, which they teased a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm looking forward to albums from all three of those artists and their group album. Uh, Flo Millie came out last year and was just an incredible, explosive, like, it, it, to, to, to a lot of observers, it felt like she came out of nowhere. Uh, for me, because um, I have an incredible team. Sharice Johnson is absolutely fantastic at predicting trends and, and knowing who's on the come up before they really blow up. She had me listening to Flo Millie early on. And, you know, even though I kind of was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I wasn't surprised to see her become the the moment and, and to see her album, uh, Ho is Why Is Why You Here, just become such a staple of like, Twitter conversation. Uh, Tierra Wack is another artist that I'm looking forward to. Um, she had an album that was really great. Uh, it was, people didn't really know whether it was a mixtape or an album because it was only 15 minutes long, uh, 15 songs. Each song was a minute. But she is an incredible talent who just knows how to present the art. She's very artistic. She's very colorful. She's very creative. She's very innovative. Uh, she gets a lot of comparisons to Missy Elliott. Um, which I think are absolutely warranted, absolutely apt. Um, they're not by any means to be like a disrespect for Missy Elliott or, or to undercut Tara Whack. Both, I mean, she really lives up to that. Um, she's doing something different. She is doing something different. So don't expect going expecting Missy, but she's an incredible talent. Um, and then just, you know, there are those artists who, they're not necessarily my personal favorites, but they are people who I think, you know, we should be on the lookout for and who, who uh, have this incredible buzz. Baby Keem, uh, who is reportedly Kendrick Lamar's cousin uh, who, from Las Vegas. He had a song called Orange Soda a couple years ago. It is still buzzing. It is still wow. going. Uh, so people are really on the lookout for Baby King. I mean, behind that one song, he was on Double XL Freshman Cover, mm. and it wasn't questionable. Uh, okay. it, it was it was something people really went all in on. Uh, Don Tolliver, um, 
this kid CJ uh, that just dropped an out uh, just dropped a single called Wooty. Um, we've been looking for a kind of a success a successor for Pop Smoke in the and uh, wide drill scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is looking like that. Like as okay. much as the guys who are maybe the closest to Pop were maybe the ones people were expecting to blow. Uh, a lot of them have kind of. I don't want to say disappointed and I don't want to say, you know, they haven't reached their potential, but I, I will say that there hasn't been a response to anybody similar to the way people responded to pop until CJ dropped Whoopty, uh, and his follow-up single Bob really just convinced me that he is actually the real deal. He actually has the ability to continue making songs that will be big, 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 big hits. Um, uh, and then, of course, um, just this wild left field pick, uh, and I'm, I'm going to wrap up after that because uh, I don't really want to take up too much of your time. But you there's this kid out of Atlanta. His name is Mario Judah. Okay. He's got to be the most intriguing, interesting artist I've seen in a very <laughs> long time. If people think I'm joking and people think it's just funny. It's ha-ha, it's laughs, it's jokes. <laughs> This kid is doing something that I have not seen before in hip hop coming from within hip hop. Uh, We've seen a lot of metal bands incorporate hip hop uh, into what they do. Corn and Slipknot and Mm -hmm. uh, System of a Down, uh, you know, Rage Against the Machine. You know, we've seen a lot of hardcore bands really buy into the hip hop aesthetic but we've never really seen a hip hop artist, somebody who you can tell is really steeped and and immersed in the culture the way, you know, someone would have to be, you know, growing up where we grow up and growing up how we grow up mm-hmm. and then get into the doing metal. Uh, <laughs> and I think that and that's what Mario Judah has done. Okay. Um, he's very, very smart about his marketing, his, his promotional approach. You know, he got attention for basically trolling Playboy Cardi by putting out a mixtape titled Whole Lot of Red two weeks before Playboy Cardi did, uh, where there are songs on there where he's actually imitating Playboy Cardi's flow. So he's showing that he's versatile. He's showing that he can do a lot of different things. But the thing that's gotten him the attention and thing that because he does look so different, he's got the death metal goth look. You know, he's he's got skulls and he rolls his eye back and he, he looks like he looks like the Black Undertaker. <laughs> like that's what that's the closest thing I can really and you know people are gonna people are naturally gonna be like oh why is this black guy doing this why is why you know black people don't mess with that stuff but like you can go back in hip hop history and you can see Bone Thugs and Harmony Grave right. Diggers and right. Eminem and and you know there have always been artists that have you know adopted some of those aesthetic measures to kind of like set themselves apart or to get mm-hmm. you know the shock value. Mario Judah actually kind of really leans into it even more to the point where there's no, it's not a shtick. It's not, he's not blowing the lines for the sake of being different. This is really him being his authentic self. And it's off-putting to people who are very much used to, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've had a lot of, we've gradually gone that way, you know, Trippy Red and Juice World and Lil Peep and XXX Tentation. We've had artists that have incorporated punk rock and hardcore aesthetics into their look but if not necessarily their music he's starting to do the, he's 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 taking it all the way he's taking it mm-hmm. from juice world to the next natural evolution of just like being all in on the hardcore look which 
I think is incredible. And his music is actually really catchy. It's actually really fun. If you, if you can just buy in, if you just shake off your skepticism and just let yourself watch it and, and, and appreciate it as, as the art that he's making, it's really fun music that he's doing. Hey, I'm down, man. I'm going to check him out right after this. You got me intrigued. What is it Mario Judah? Is that what you said? Mario Judah, yes. And, and you're probably going to you're probably going to DM me on Twitter and be like, "What the heck is this?" Man, but hey, me, I'm just, down. Just buy in, just believe in me. I got you, man. I try <laughs> I trust I trust your ears, man. It kind of it's kind of like Machine Gun Kelly, man. When he went that rock route, everyone's like, "Come on, man, you're rap. What are you doing?" Like, this ain't and that that rock album <laughs> I mean, he was number one on the charts for a while with that rock album. So, hey, sometimes you gotta gotta give it a try. You gotta gotta test it out. So, Mario Judah, really glad you mentioned Corday. Became a huge fan with the Lost Boy. I honestly didn't know a whole lot about him until that. And when I listened to the Lost Boy, whoo! I was like, man, this boy got like, you bars. know who he is. Bars. He tells you who he is. I heard he winter you. when I heard winter time. I was like, bruh, who is this dude? Like, I had no idea. And now I'm really glad that you mentioned him. I really am because he is a guy, although he did have the Grammy nomination, I still don't feel like he's getting the credit and respect that he deserves because, like, nobody was talking about the Lost Boy. I think you were the only one who had that on your critic. I think you had it on your critics poll uh, that year for 2019. It was number one. It was number one. Um, yeah, see? I always, for my critics, well, I just look at what have I listened to. I just look at my plays and I'm just like, you know, what I played the most is what I liked the most. Yep. It's, it's not that yep. hard. Uh, a lot of people sometimes nah. get into trying to impress other people or trying to make the right pick and there is no right pick. There is no, no such thing as good taste. There's, what did you like? What did you listen to? What resonated with you? What talked to you? What told you? What did you feel like putting on when you were up, when you were down, when you needed a friend, when you needed to feel understood and seen, when you needed to just shake off whatever blues you you were shaking off and, and you know, defy the world. Those are the albums that I think That's define right. your taste. And so I'm always going to go up for that stuff uh, before right. I ever pick, you know, big name stuff just to pick big name stuff. Ariel Williams from Uproxx joining us here to talk a little hip hop albums coming out in 2021. Before I let you go, man, go ahead and tease if you're able to anything you got coming up out of Uproxx. Um, you know what? All I can say is subscribe to Uproxx video, subscribe to oh. Uproxx music on YouTube, uh, subscribe to Uproxx music on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, we have so many great things coming out. We have our React Like You Know series where we put um, you know, classic videos from the 90s uh, in front of, you know, newer rappers who are also from the 90s in a different respect <laughs> and see what they have to say and see how they react. Um, the There's, a, there, you know, a lot of these younger kids, they know the songs, but maybe they haven't seen the videos. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, maybe this is their first time hearing their song. Maybe this is their first time. And they always have really interesting and intriguing insights um, that you wouldn't necessarily expect because a lot of times we look at them and we go, oh, what's wrong with these kids? They got tattoos in their face. They got dreads. <laughs> they got colored hair. They, 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 they mumble rap, this, that, and the third. But a lot of the times they really do have that common root. And, and, some, and they might surprise you. Like they, like they really know what they're talking about. They really know. They're really you know, connected to the music. It's just they're interpreting it in their own way. And then, of course, we also have Up Rock sessions uh, where we bring artists into our Up Rock studios uh set 
um, and they do a performance for us. Uh, just one take straight through, uh, backing track and, and, and no, no accoutrements. Mm-hmm. They really, a lot of these kids will surprise you. A lot of these young rappers are great performers, are great at engaging the camera with no audience uh, or with just the, just the crew in the studio. They, they're really engaging. They're really charismatic. They're really charming. Um, and sometimes, you know, I won't get it until I see them perform on uprock sessions. And then I'll realize that, oh, yeah, they're really doing it. Uh, and then check out who is Rico Nasty. That's our uh, latest music documentary uh, where we profile uh, the great Rico Nasty, the pop punk princess of hip hop, uh, who is a, a dear, dear friend of mine, who is just the coolest kid, coolest person that you will ever meet. Uh, and her album Nightmare Vacation is out now. Dope. Dope. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Talking all things hip hop. Little R and B. Little bit of R and B too, man. You gotta go all covered. A little bit of a little bit of metal too. I mean, yes, sir. I mean let's go. Twenty twenty one, man. Thank you so much for coming on though, man. Thank you for having me. The Music Vibes Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.